Phones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater, um, this special edition fiasco episode, uh, second episode of this. Uh, I'm Jeremy, playing the character of Desmond Visker. I'm Carlin, playing the character of Ashley, a very big departure from a character like Dran. <laughs> or Ari Glass. Ari or Glass. Ari Glass, yeah. Yeah. I'm Jordan. I'm playing Fade the Benevolent. I'm Tim. I'm playing Driven Grayskye. And I'm Stephanie. I'm playing Katya Grayskye. And so we are, we are in the middle of a, a fiasco. Previously... A medieval fiasco. Yeah, a medieval uh, Dungeons and Dragons fiasco. (laughs) Previously, Katya had a flashback scene where she was told she must marry that awful lordling over there, Drevin Grayskye. She got screwed by her parents. Yeah. Parents do that. And then we also heard from Dresmond, who was thrown out of the bar. We don't know why, but he was. That might be a flashback later, actually, (laughs) which would be pretty fun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He was thrown out of the bar and uh, mocked by some children. <laughs> and then he ran across, quite coincidentally, Ashley, the very, very happy Ifrit. Yay! Who was raised by fairies. Very and now, nice. now Ashley has chosen a black die, and he will go ahead and tell us... We will go ahead and frame the scene for him. Give me something good. Oh, I, I, I kind of want to see the scene... Where Ashley leaves the fairy circle. Oh, okay. Or where he gets hooked up with Fade the Benevolent, because that can't be good. Yeah, both of those. Or it could that could be the same scene. It could be. You know, because he same scene. He gets pulled away by Fade, Mm -hmm. and then they're they're in the middle of the woods somehow in the middle of the night. Doesn't have his fairy dust. He leaves not knowing that he needs the fairy dust and goes through some withdrawal. Uh oh. You're setting the woods on fire behind you. Oh no, the trees, the trees! All the fairies are freaking out. Stop it, stop it! Oh no! Did you kill your did you kill, kill so, your fairy parents with the fire? So the so the setup mm. What? Did you kill your fairy parents with your fire when That's you were going happened. through withdrawals? You're an orphan twice. That would be because I started getting pissy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Well, we can see. So this will be the scene will be where I, I meet you. So I go off. How about you guys have already met, so you already know each other. But you are you need I'm his trying. you need him to I'm, do something for you. Uh, Jordan, what is Fade's extra thing? Is it a need? Yeah, to amass a horde. Okay, so maybe he's been in touch with the fairies because he's trying to kind of get and connections. Part, part of amassing the horde is having a healer. Mm-hmm. Fairy out. healers are very well known for being the best in the land. Right, so he's kind of conning the fairies, and so your parents maybe knew him, and he's you know he's a common face among the fairy culture. Okay, yeah, we can start like that. So would it be where he's meeting, I'm meeting him for the first time because I've kind of been promised to go with him? Mm, or maybe you've been banished. 
after you killed your parents. So the only place you have to go is the outsider. Yeah, maybe you lost your pouch of never-ending fairy dust and went crazy for a little while and killed some people. And mm-hmm. well, that's not good. And then it turned up, and you know the fairies booted you out, and you, the only other guy you knew was him. Then it turned up. Gee, amazing how feed the benevolent, the benevolent, mind you, found it. Found it for okay. you. Okay, so is that the are those the circumstances? I like that. So the the situation already happened, and I'm just um, so all this stuff happened. The the town had caught on fire and everything, and all the bad things and dead parents and all that had happened. So is, is the scene going to pick up where I run into him and I don't have my fairy dust bag? Let's say you're rummaging through just before the town catches on fire and everything, so that we get to see you get real pissed off. I want to see Ashley get pissed off. (laughs) Okay, so something has to trigger me getting pissed then. Right. Okay. The missing fairy dust. You can't find the bed. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. And your mother is asking you, "Well, where did you last leave it?" Okay. That. Got it. Okay. (laughs) It's like midday. Walking to the town is pretty packed. Like uh-huh. it's in the the courtyard square, or whatever. Now, is there a They're fairy? Is there a town in the fairy circle, or is this? It's just a circle. Because well, the fairy circle is the name of this particular fairy settlement. Okay, that makes in sense. In the woods, <coughs> of course, okay. it has an actual fairy circle. Named in the for yeah, right. named <laughs> for the circle of gigantic old oaks. mushrooms. There you go. Psychedelics. Okay, so I'm basically at Dude. home with my <laughs> with my mom. The fairy dust is mushrooms. Oh no, you're out. And then there's a festival or something going on. Yeah, there's okay. some sort of there's, festival so going on in the streets, crowded. but you're in your little treehouse. Okay, but I'm in my <laughs> The Festival of the Three Moons. There you go. Okay, okay so uh, who's playing my mom? Who, me? Okay. Who wants to be his dad? Okay. Well, I can't be his dad. I'm not in the scene. Okay, I'll be his dad. Okay. Okay. So, um, so Ashley's just, like, rummaging through stuff, like, kind of frantically, and just, like, like, you know, like constantly, like uh, rubbing his nose. He's just like, oh god. He's like, where is it? Where Ashley, is it? Ashley, are you ready to go yet? The festival's already started. I can't find it. I can't find it. What are you trying to find, dear? I'm, I'm trying to find my 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 bag of dust, my bag of fairy dust. Where is it? Where I, did you put it? Uh, I didn't touch it, sweetheart. Where did you last put it? You put it somewhere. You had to put it somewhere. I didn't put it anywhere. You know, I don't touch your things. I put it. On the end of my bed every night, when I go to bed, it was there, now it's gone. Well, I need to find it. Well, checked beneath the bed? Maybe it fell off. It didn't. It didn't. What did you do with it? I didn't do anything with it, darling. <sighs> Just stay calm. Just stay calm. Happy thoughts. Happy um, treats. dear? Dad, did you do something with this? With, with what? The parade is about to start. My fairy dust, Dad. My fairy dust. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. I'm not gonna calm down. Criminy! I'm so pissed missing. off! He said it's missing. He said it, it's not under the bed. It's not under the bed? Did you check in the bed? I've checked everywhere. God, you guys you guys make me so angry. You make me so now calm angry. Down. Calm down. <sighs> and then the fire down. just starts like getting larger and larger off of um off of Ashley. And you can't really control it. She's like, you guys piss me off so much. Sweethearts, calm down. You're cinching the ceiling. I can't. I can't. And then it just gets. And then the fire goes out of control, and it just like catches, Ah! catches everything. Outside shot, we see fire licking it out of the windows, 
and ju- and then you see like this horde of like fairy firefighters. <laughs> sprites, water sprites. Water throwing water sprites, trying to sparkles on it. So then, so then basically Ashley is kind of realizing, even though he's so pissed off, he's realizing what's going on, and he's like. I can't even be here anymore. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sorry. And he just like starts running. And as he runs past his mother and father, they're engulfed in flames and screaming. Yeah. And he just runs. Just runs through the village and into the forest. Leaving a trail of flame behind him. Yeah. Do you want to end his scene there? And then my scene be... Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. End the scene. Yeah. Obviously did not go well. Now we <laughs> yeah. know yeah, no, why that didn't you're go such so a well for you. <laughs> that didn't go so well. Okay, so so I need to give away my black die. Um, I want to give it to uh, Stephanie. You don't have one yet. You can have that black die. So my scene starts off at the fairy council three hours before this, and I am talking to Windrunner, the chieftain of the fairies. Wasn't that a Torin chieftain? Oh, and yeah, it could have been. <laughs> it's been a long time since I played Hork. I don't, I don't really remember. So I'm talking to Windrunner, and I, I've been trying to get an actual fairy fairy, because you know the free fairy is just a knockoff. Huh. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but things aren't going well for me. So who wants to play Windrunner? I'll do it. Okay. Oh, well, I really do appreciate you meeting with me again, uh, Windrunner. Um, it's been <clears throat> it's been really great, you know, getting to know you and, and just seeing what you guys can do. Um, th- this contract is only going to last for a limited amount of time. Uh, I just need maybe one or two healers just to make sure that my men are safe and and well done and and, and are are feeling great and hale and healthy. Uh, and of course, once the contract is over, we'll, we'll go ahead and rebid, and everything will be fine and dandy. Well, you know, we've never actually rented out a ferry before. It seems a little odd for such a request for a human to want a ferry. Well, I mean, the the thing is that I, I don't personally want the ferry for myself. What what I'm what what we're doing is my organization wants to hire a fairy so that they can come and be like a healer for us. And, and, and I know that working for money is not something that you, your type normally does, but, um, but what you can go ahead, we can go ahead and find some kind of service that might be good for you, for your, your people. I mean, we can work together to make sure that uh, the fairy people are taken care of, our people are taken care of back in gray sky. We just want to make sure that everything works out the best for you. Handing Jordan a white die. So things are going to go well for me. Not necessarily with him, because I was like trying, I was thinking that the, the outcome would be that right. I meet Ashley. Well, or the idea here is Ashley's being banished because he burned down right, the village. Right. So. Well, you know, you're right. Money doesn't really mean much to us because you know we've got everything we need right here. Right. So we don't really care too much about your your human villager there. But 
You know, those loggers you've got in that village, they're, they're encroaching on our territory. And if you could find a way to stop them and move them to a different part of the forest that we don't consider ours, then maybe, maybe I could talk. I, I, I know of a fairy, a freedy fairy that was adopted and his parents are getting kind of tired of him and don't think they can control him anymore. So I'm thinking maybe I could give you his parents and then we can put him somewhere else. That could work. Um, I don't... I, I don't know. I mean, that's something that I'm going to have to talk to Lord Grayskye about. He's the one who handles all of the deals about the, 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 the lumber contracts and everything like that. It's part of his family business. So I do have connections, and I think we can get it done. Uh, but uh, I, I'll need some kind of assurance, some kind of token that we can go ahead and uh, make sure that uh, these these fairies would be able to come with us. Well, they're they're loyal fairies, loyal to 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 myself, and will do what I tell them to do. And I, I know that they they feel that they cannot no longer control their Efreedy fairy adopted son, who I never wanted in the village in the first place. So this will give us the opportunity to get them out of the village, so we can deal with him in whatever manner we decide. What if? What if I is 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 this Afrit, is he raised in, is he trained in the same arts as his adopted yeah, parents? Yeah, I mean, he's not as good as, as a true fairy, but he's but not horrible. He, he, would you judge him better than a human healer? That's not hard, of course. He's fairy trained, but of course makes him better than a human healer. Well, what if, what if I took that problem off your hands? We can still work out the contract negotiation for the loggers, but this would be a win-win for you because I could go ahead and take this Efreet off your hands. I like this plan. This could be useful. Just don't ever bring him back. I'll make sure that he'll never want to come back. Good. We have a deal. Where does he live? Six trees over near the big hanging vines. Oh, okay. I see the that one. one. Yeah, you see that one over there? Where the Niskis are kind of like... Yeah, the one that always has little wisps of smoke coming out of it. Okay. That one. All right. So I sneak over there, and and I look in, and someone's taking a nap. And so I sneak into his room. Using your cloak of stealth? Yep. Using my my great scoundrelish skill. And I I see this this bag hanging from uh, the, the post of the bed. And I can tell that it's very important because nothing else is around it, and it, it's placed in a very prominent location where swords are. Very yeah. low-level wards. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just going to grab it. I'm going to sniff it. Oh, whoa! He'll like that. He'll 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 want to keep this. And I just tuck it into my shirt, and I sneak out of the window, and I wait for a few hours just across the way. And a few hours later. What should happen but a flaming ball of Ifrit come running out of that a burning house? And screaming. He's screaming. So he he's running out of the woods. I'm... <laughs> this is probably not going the way that uh, Windrunner thought it would. <laughs> probably not. No. But um, <laughs> but he's like tearing out of the circle, and I go find him in the woods uh, after he's done. So where are you, uh, Ashley? Ashley has, you know, run a good distance into the woods and has then stopped and has basically dropped to the ground and started, like, bawling. 
just uncontrollably. It's like, and then I guess that that's when um, your character, who's your, what's your character's name again? A fade the benevolent. Oh, fade and fade would show up. Yeah. So I'm just sobbing. And it's going. Steam is steam is coming off of his cheeks. That'd be cool to watch him. Yeah. Hey there. Who are you? Get away from me! Uh, I'm not here. I'm not. I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah, right. I'm just. I'm just concerned because, well, you're a little flamey, and you're sitting in the middle of a bunch of bushes. I mean, don't you? You could catch the forest on fire. Get away from me! I've already done it. I've already burned my parents. I'm not going to be allowed back in, back in town. All the fairies are going to hate me. You should get away before I kill you. I think I think I have something that could help you. What do you mean? I pour some out onto my hand. Here. Because he <laughs> recognized the bag. Where did you get I hide the bag. Oh, okay. Where'd you get this? Where did you get this? Oh. 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 The flames start. <sighs> Where'd you get this? So good. I have friends with the fairies. Fairies like you? Yeah. My name is Fade. Ashley? Good to meet you. I guess it's good to meet you. Hey, look, um, you seem to be in a really bad situation here. You look like you could use some place to stay. Yes? Do you want to come back to me to Gray Sky? Okay. Do you have more fairy dust? You know, I just might. Okay. So let's go. Scene. <laughs> oh. Don't take candy from strangers. Yes. Or <laughs> <laughs> fairy the ones with the last name the benevolent. <laughs> right, because anybody who names themselves that is lying. <laughs> you just became his dealer. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Not only his dealer, kind of his medical pimp. <laughs> Hey, you don't have a drug problem in this one. I know, right? <laughs> I have all of the power. And I'm not a goth either. No, no you're just Russian. I'm just I'm a I'm Russian, Russian unibrow mountain woman. <laughs> I had to marry. Oh. Oh. Which is hairier, the mountain goat or the mountain woman? <laughs> Same. Toss I up. Don't have horns. Toss up, yeah. Well, the horns are just something to hold on to. So, so, is, so is unpit hair. Oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, oh. let's continue on with the game. Every man in the okay. room flinched. <laughs> Drevin, you can choose. Do you want to choose your outcome, or do you want to set up your scene? I want to set up my scene. And my scene setup is going to be our first meeting, because now you have a reason to come to me to get me not to cut down the forest. And yes. I have things I want from you, but I have not yet approached you because, well, that puts me in a position of weakness, and I wouldn't do that. Would that be your first meeting, though? Because he already said that you were a contact of his. We probably... He said it doesn't mean it, didn't mean it was true. We've probably... Um, know of each other. We probably know of each other, and we probably... I've been on the wrong side of the law, so we might have had some judicial experience with each other as he has to pass judgment on me. Right, and I've gotten to the point where I can't get what I want through the standard channels, and so now I'm looking for alternate methods. Yeah. So that's the setup. Before or after you're married to the mountain woman? <laughs> that's a good question. Well, I'll say this after. Yeah. I would say it's after. Yeah, it's, it's kind of got to be after. Good. I should interrupt your meeting with yeah. some sort of stupid demand. 
Carry on. I think you should. <laughs> okay. And I have I have Fade here with me because I can't trust him outside of my <laughs> sight at this you time. You mean Ashley? Ashley, yeah. Oh, I am or Fade. maybe this is while Ashley is meeting mm. kids of Freak Buddy. Mm. You've cut him loose to just kind of wander around town with a small supply of fairy dust while you have your meeting with the king. Oh, that or works. Lord or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. you also don't want to burn down his little <laughs> That would be a problem. <laughs> it's, it's probably a, like, what, a, a Bailey type of situation? Yeah, small Bailey, small small manor house inside. Nothing major because I'm just a minor lordling at this point. But I feel oh, eventually working on it. Yeah, and you have your statue of, da- for, of Dagon in the back. Exactly. Statue of great-great-great-grandpa, who was the last of the powerful gray skies. All right, so we're in your Bailey. Do you have like a meeting hall where we're yeah, small meeting hall? You know, nothing, nothing huge and fancy because well, we're poor. It's kind of in disrepair. What's it smell like? Dogs, dogs and wet hay. What is your objective? Mm-hmm. My objective with him mm-hmm. is to get the ball rolling on getting his criminal network to undermine the other nobles of the realm through whatever means necessary so that they can be discredited and or killed to gain my... to allow me to advance as far as possible before I have my wife offed so that I can marry a princess. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a, this is this is the long-term... So, in other I'm words, your objective term. is to be dumbed down. It is to get him to owe you. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay. To get him to owe me. That's what I want. Once he owes me, then I can move forward with my grand plans of world domination. Now, am I coming of you of my own volition, or are you having me dragged in? <clears throat> Hmm. Well, if this is happening after the fade, well, if you've after the, the Ashley things, yeah. then you would have to kind of come to me to get me to stop cutting down the forest. Yeah. Right. And that's the whole plan. See, that's what I've been waiting for, because the person who goes to the other person loses power. Right. And I realize this because I'm a scamming, conniving... Well, the nope. thing is, we're both kind of skeeving and conniving, so... Yes, we are. I'm a little bit more vicious, though. But yeah, you you're are more on vicious. the other side of the law, so you pretending to be simpering and whatnot, it, it works. It helps. So, I approach. I, I'm wearing my Thor's Day best. I approach the the Bailey and, and meet your Seneschal and say announce myself, and they they bring me into your castle. I guess you're doing administrative stuff in the yeah. I sit at my desk, feeding the dogs, like, table scraps. My Lord Drevin, Gray Sky, how are you doing this fine, wonderful day? I'm doing very well, Fade. First time I think I've ever seen you not in shackles. I look much better without them, don't I? Indeed. To what do I owe the pleasure of this visit? Well, your lordship, I have a proposition for you. I was recently talking... to the fairies. (laughs) Sorry. I just looked over and there was a gesture that meant something. Back to making his gestures. (laughs) What? I was just in the I was in the forest not too long ago and I was speaking to um, the the Lord of the Fairies uh, that little pain in my ass yes um, well he he was asking me to actually broker a contract arrangement with you is he talking about the North forest that we've been cutting again apparently that doesn't seem to go well with the fairies they say that it's encroaching on their land and i care because well um you care because of the dragon 
that has been causing problems. We need men to fight. I was talking to the fairies about getting a fairy-trained healer to come and tend our villagers so that we could actually continue on with the fight and make sure that everything goes well. We are handing Tim a white dice, which means that this scene goes according to his plan. Well, so what you're telling me, as, as he's asked a hundred times before, is he wants me to stop cutting the Northwood. Yes, but there's an advantage here for both us, the humans, humans are great, and them, fairies, or pansies. But, I mean, we can, we can work together and make something work. Well, the problem, you have to understand, the, the wood in the North 40 is just so much more robust, and it's older, and it's old growth, and it's worth so much more than what's in the, in the South and the East. So I, I, I would need some financial incentive to give up that money to go for this other money. Right. Or perhaps some other type of trade. Perhaps there's some other skills you may have that I could take advantage of. And that's when I burst into the room, carrying two swords, one of which I fling at, uh, what? Drevin. Again? Drevin. And it sinks hilt deep into the wall behind him. And I say, these swords, these weapons, they are crap. So go make some new ones. Your arms are bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> And I pick up the next one and start walking toward him. This must be the wonderfully <laughs> lovely Lady Greyskye. Are you blind, man? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to live. Granted. Would you get out? I'm conducting business. So, so I am uh, heading toward Drevin to... No, 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 my lord, my lord, my lady. I understand that the marital bed might not be one of bliss. Marital bed. Nice spit. But that is no reason why we should come to blows. We are all reasonable people. Wait, 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 wait. Who let you off your chains? Who let you off your chains? I beat them in half. Such charm, such grace. My lady, it is a pleasure to meet you. I don't think I have had the honor. My name is... Who is is this driveling man? My name is... A driveling man. (laughs) My name is Fade the Benevolent. I am a humble merchant a humble middleman, a negotiator who makes sure that you can have whatever you might want. Can you get her a good battle axe? I am listening. I can get her a good battle axe. In fact, I know a a minotaur blacksmith three towns over who has been known to make the most amazing battle axes that have been edged with mithril. You can get me mithril battle axe. I can. Made by Minotaur. Made by Minotaur. Mm. I am listening. Why don't we just put the weaponry away? Because after all, you said that the sword is crap. Why you need sword that is crap? We can get you a better weapon that you can use. Good. He is your friend? Go back to your room, please. We're having business here. The men are talking. If you would like, my lady, I would be more than glad to meet with you and discuss... The details of your min- mithril-edged minotaur battle axe. <laughs> I like the way you say that. <laughs> you seem to have similar interest in uh, weapons. We talk. When you get only, done talking only, to the fool, on, you come to my chambers. Only ladies of fine taste know what they want. Mm, and I see that. Say that again. I see that you are a woman 
of impeccable taste in metal and of men. Yes, well, better taste than my father, certainly. I am sure. When you're done with him, you'll come and meet with me. I would love to. Good. Now get out. And I fling the other sword <laughs> on the other side of his head and leave. Excuse the interruption. Sorry about that, sir. Where were we? The traders. Uh, the, the lumber... Yes, the, yes. the northwest, I believe you were yes. saying? Yes, the north, the north is the best. The, yeah. the west, the east, the southern, not so much. We pretty much already cut all that down. Uh, Lumber is my stock and trade, you have to understand. I do understand People that. expect a certain level of quality from my wood. Indeed they do. <laughs> Your wife is so disappointed. Rich, rich mahogany. <laughs> Rich, rich ebony. <laughs> now, you, you, I will be losing money if I do this, so I, I, I have to have something in exchange of fair value, and I understand you work within certain circles where you may have access to information that I might not. Uh, I do have certain resources, my lord, but uh, are you sure you want to be talking with other associates about, about these? Yeah. Most of them don't have tongues. The ones that still do, I trust. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, resources. What kind of resources are you looking for? I need information on the king and his more closely guarded secrets and allies. His weaknesses, his, how should we say, skeletons in his closet. So you're looking for dirt on the king? Of course. I could, I could, I could provide that for you. I have associates in the capital who would be more than willing to provide information through their networks. And I don't even care if it's true, as long as people believe it. I, I, you know what? I could also provide you with another contingency. I'm intrigued. Sometimes words can topple a throne. Other I thought exactly. Other times, it takes muscle. I have access to both. Hmm. Very interesting. It would be a greater net gain for you to sit on the ruby throne. Of course. That's than, where I belong. Than it would be to control the forests. Wouldn't it be better to take the throne for yourself and then show the pissant fairies who's really in charge? True. If I have all the armies, then yeah, then I can take whatever I want. Or burn need the wood anymore. Burn whatever you want. Okay, I like the way you're thinking. I, I in fact have access to a great deal of fire. And those who can create fire at will. Good, good, good. I think we have an understanding. You will get for me the dirt that I need on the king and his lackeys to destroy the public faith in him. Thereby we will raise an army together and topple him and put me on the ruby throne. I like the way that you're thinking. Now, there'll be one other small item. Relatively. Relatively small. The battle axe? I have to legitimize this whole thing. I'm not directly in line for the throne. Therefore, there will always be people challenging it unless Doesn't... I marry the king's daughter. And in order to do that, that has to go. So you want me to solve that problem for you as well? Yes. That might cost some. We can discuss it. Well, I have made arrangements to, to talk with her. I'm, I'm sure we can at least begin laying the groundwork for that at this point. I will remind you that I have ears throughout this entire building. Do not double-cross me. 
How loud do you want her to scream? I don't really care. As long as the deed is done. And as long as anyone who gets caught doesn't mention me. It wouldn't do for the populace to find out that I offed my wife. Oh, you want her offed? I thought you just wanted her got off. No, oh God, no. I wouldn't do that to my worst enemy. I wouldn't let my horse do that. Good to know. All right, sir. Well, I will go ahead and see about both of our issues. All three of our issues. Start phase one, and I will, as a show of good faith, I will order my crews away from the North Woods. You are a most kind leash, sir. Now, leave me. And see. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. We'll be back after this. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. The cast is Carlin, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Jordan, and Stephanie. This podcast is released under our Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives 3.0 Unboarded License. Please feel free to share the podcast, but please do not modify it or attempt to gain financially from it. To find this show online, visit our site, BoneThrowersTheater.com. Our Twitter feed is at BoneThrowersTheater, and our email address is BoneThrowersTheater at gmail.com. Join our social networks on Facebook and Google+. Podcast art was designed by Laura Tress and is used with her permission. Until next time, may the bones fall in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. 